The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Well, to open up with, I want to thank uh, uh, Mosley for helping our guys with their turnovers tonight. Oh, yeah, it is Scott Drew and uh, from Provo. Scott, I hope you're hanging in there. The altitude, you guys are getting acclimated. You've got plenty of oxygen. How are things uh, going? This is an interesting little road trip. And uh, tonight you can just kind of watch some fun Big 12 basketball. And then as you prepare for that uh, game against BYU, this is, uh, this is an exciting time of the season. Well, it's it's uh, that time where we're getting close to March Madness and uh, conference races are, are heating up. Uh, every game uh, um, seems like it's more important than the last one. Uh, so we are excited that we are in Provo. I had a good practice today uh, looking out the uh, hotel window. you got beautiful mountains right here. I'm sure you'd be hiking up them, but uh, uh, so far, so good. Yeah, you have me mixed up with John Werner. He's turned into a big-time hiker, especially in this retirement. But uh, uh, you're an outdoorsman. I bet there's some decent – have you ever done ice fishing, by the way? I know this is you're in the middle of the season, so it's hard to work in much fishing. Have you have you gone out there on the ice before? Because that, that kind of fascinates me. Yeah, I, I, I have when I was, when, when I was a, a teenager, and I definitely uh, – enjoy fishing uh uh in the texas weather a lot but a lot better and a lot more so um uh, uh actually the weather's uh gorgeous right here that's probably in the uh 60s so 50s doesn't feel oh, bad wow. at all and uh uh most importantly in the marriott center it's 72 and sunny <laughs> so we'll be good to go tomorrow all right and scott before we jump into this who is your favorite president this is president's day I know you got your head down. It's hard to know what holidays are which. This is President's Day. Uh, who's the? Uh, who have you always said when asked, "Who's your favorite president?" What's the, What's the first name that comes to mind? Probably goes back to the history lesson and what uh, Abraham Lincoln did for our country. Uh, it's hard to beat. So, um, probably most appreciative of him. Okay, well, I like that. I think that's a good answer. Um, Langston Love. I'm appreciative of him. Uh, I heard my sources told me he was very close the other day. Like he was, he was all working out. He was ready, and then right before game time, it's kind of like, well, he's not going to go. Um, can you, right here live on the Mosley Show, share with us that he will be making his return? Because uh, I, I mean, it. You know, y'all played great without him, but you, you're always better with him. Where, where are we on Langston? Yeah, I think uh, it's probably the same as it as it, as it was uh, before our last game, and that's day to day. So he's getting closer um, each each day. It seems like he can do more, and uh, um, really, it'll probably be right up to game time till I know. So uh, I'd love to tell you he's a definite go. Um, I'd love to told you he was going to play against West Virginia, but uh, Langston's a tough kid, and if he can go, he's going to go. And him and Dave will make that decision. Uh, you're 100% right. Um, we've, we've, we've been able to hold the fort down without him, but we're a much better team with him, and uh, we know that. All right, and Jaden Nunn, newcomer of the uh, the week, uh, player of the week. I mean, that basically never happens in the Big 12, and, and that's, that's a pretty cool deal, 47 points. Um, I mean, 
Did you see a lot of this scoring upside? I remember when y'all brought him in, he was about 10 points a game from VCU. He was hailed as a great defensive player. But, man, this has been uh, this has been fun to watch, and, and he's on a heater right now, and I'm sure you don't, you know, you want to keep riding that. Yeah, we're hoping that heater definitely continues. Uh, I think uh, he deserves a lot of credit for working on his game, um, first and foremost. But second of all, I think uh, uh, he's really um, done a good job listening uh, to what the staff and the team need from him, and uh, his shot selection has been outstanding. Um, and and the 47 points is is great, but the efficiency is what uh, makes that special. And, and um, as long as he keeps uh, uh, playing to his strengths, like any player, uh, when you can when you can play to your strengths and not. Uh, your weaknesses uh, just helps the team that much more. And in one possession games, uh, that's so critical that everybody's doing what they do best. Scott Drew on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Go ahead, Cam Stewart. Scott, Cam Stewart here. Great to talk with you. Um, Matt actually brought up a great question in the last segment, so I'm going to steal it from him before he has the chance to to ask it. We see <laughs> so many teams. I know you steal a lot of Matt's work, too, with the turnovers thing. Uh, so we see a lot of teams really struggle on the road in this conference. And you've mentioned it for years, how it, it's the toughest conference in America, obviously, toughest one to win on the road. So what makes a good road basketball team? Like, What are the things that you look for, the qualities in your team that you look for that help you guys win on the road? Yeah, it's that's a great question. Um, first and foremost, uh, uh, we've been one of the most successful teams, us in uh, Kansas probably, uh, and I don't know who's one or two in the last five years, ten years, three years. Um, I, I know we'd probably be first in the last five years, and uh, the last ten years, I don't know if we'd be first or second, but uh, definitely uh, experience helps on the road. And when you have guys that are juniors and seniors and people that have been there, done that, they don't get as rattled as somebody in their first time in the oven. So, uh, uh, I mean, that that's why I think uh, uh, even this year uh, more than most, because so many teams are going through so much transition, what happens is when you got uh, um, seven, eight new guys on a team, even though, People have played uh, at other places in college. They haven't played in the Big 12, and they haven't played on the road in the in the Big 12. So uh, I remember Roy Williams said, when I first got to Baylor, it's the toughest league to win on the road. And a lot of it goes to uh, um, it's always had talented co- uh, uh, players, great uh, 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 fan support and coaches. And but at the at the end of the day. Um, uh, I, I think we have uh, we don't have NBA arenas. We have basketball arenas, and I think they're they're loud and the, the crowd. Uh, they always do play a, a part in a game, and the 13 people on the floor uh, can get affected by uh, a great crowd. Your bench helps too, though. You know the way y'all kind of track that. It it does seem like the coaches, the bench, and everything, and they get so fired up that I think your team kind of feeds off of that. And I've always thought that was interesting that y'all kind of measure that, especially when you go on the road. It seems like defensive teams are great on the road. If you're really good at defense, it's been interesting to watch. Y'all go from the zone, you go to man, 
Uh, Oklahoma was really hurt by your zone. And, 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 you know, Coach Moser said, I did not expect them to do that <laughs> as much as they did. He admitted that. And a lot of times coaches won't yeah. admit that. They don't love admitting that. Yeah. How do you kind of game to game? I mean, is it just a feel kind of early in the game? Or is it just, you, you know, you watch all your film and you're like, I think yeah. this is going to be much more effective against this team. How do you kind of make that call? Uh, I think all the above. It's like a pitcher going into a game. Baseball season just started. Um, your fastball's your best pitch. That that's our man to man. From there, you got your breaking ball. And some hitters they struggle with the with the curve more than others. And uh, some days your uh, fastball's just not working. And I think that's that's the biggest thing is just to have uh, options. And uh, I mean, just like any scouting report, you go in and you're like this could work more against this team than that team, but you never really know till you get in the heat of the moment and then uh, see how things are going. And uh, if people are on a roll in man, it's great to have zone and vice versa. So uh, I think uh, 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 just having that option and as coaches, you, you always have different defenses and whatnot, but uh, if you don't, if you haven't practiced them, um, it's hard to really put your guys in that position in a game and, uh, our staff did a good job practicing zone enough that this time of year we felt comfortable in using it in a game, and our guys have done a great job with that. Obviously, in, in, Coach, defense will be a big part of this game tomorrow night against BYU. They're still averaging over 80 points a game, and you called them last week kind of the analytical darling. They they play the numbers, and they they play them really well. So what kind of threat does that pose when there's just so many shooters on the floor? Well, I, it, that, that's where you, you mentioned about you got to have a good defense to win on the road. And part of that is because if you're not getting stops and people are scoring at home, the crowd's really involved. And that means they're probably more energized on the defensive end and probably affecting everybody on the court more. So uh, it's great on the road to be able to get stops. That keeps the crowd out of it. Um, obviously if you get stops, you have a better chance to get an easy bucket on the other end in transition. And then last with that, um, with teams that have a lot of weapons, people can score in a variety of ways. Um, they're going to score. Uh, you just got to make it as tough as possible on them so that, uh, 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 two for five, two for six, two for seven from three is a lot different than four for four from three. All right. Have you found anything? What do you? What do you? Uh, in Provo, can you get out? They're big on ice cream, not huge on caffeine. You're not a guy that would be looking for alcohol, but there certainly aren't a lot of opportunities for that. Uh, what do you? What do you kind of? What's the Provo? What do they? What do they know? Have you ever I'm, tried I'm the Cougar Tail? Yeah. Go ahead. You know, I have not tried the Cougar Tail, and I would like to try that uh, yeah. at some point. But but Caleb Loner picked out uh, a lunch spot. It was. Mm. It's called Cubbies, and it, it, it's one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. We got to get that thing in Waco. It's amazing. So you can go with chicken. You can have a hamburger. You can have steak. You know, barbecue. But it was. It was. A, it was a great lunch spot today. Uh, we're at the hotel, and there's a there's a Starbucks. So uh, yeah. as long as I'm getting my coffee, staying uh, 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 energetic and ready to go. We all got a great night's sleep last night, and that was really critical because uh, one thing, it's hard to sleep after wins or losses this time of year because you're either too mad or you're too happy, and uh, neither bode well for sleeping. 
Yeah. Now, what's a what's a perfect Scott Drew sandwich there at Cubby's? What'd you go with? That's that's very interesting. I I'd not thought well, of Provo. I went with the chicken yeah. sandwich. But okay. It was so good. Then I had to have the hamburger as well because they said that was even better. So uh, uh, I'll be full the rest of the night. <laughs> Scott, you're a pretty thin guy. Nice. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you the how your true diet. Scott likes to yeah. eat. All right, Scott likes to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on vacation, Matt. Yeah. You know, he's away from home. Let him go. That, yeah, that, anything but a vacation. But uh, yeah. <laughs> This Jacoby Walter, uh, I mean, I loved, and I know you guys did too, seeing him be that aggressive in that game. And, and again, he's a great teammate. He's not some kind of superstar hunting his shot all the time. And I, that's what got me wondering, did you, before that last game, almost encourage him, hey, it's okay to be a little more aggressive and look for your shot? Because he, he fired off 17 shots, and he scores 23 points. And he just seemed to really be looking for his shot more, and obviously he was successful. Was that a conversation you had with Jacoby going into that particular game? Every game we've wanted him to be aggressive offensively. I think uh, uh-huh. what makes him uh, uh, such a uh, uh, a great player is that he's a great teammate, and he takes what the defense gives him. And uh, he's done a great job with shot selection this year. Uh, he, he, he he wants to take high percentage shots. He doesn't. Uh, wanna, uh, he wants what's best for the team. And because uh, he got off to such a great start early in the season, I mean, he became a marked man where every defense uh, uh, would put two on him and make sure that he didn't get any good looks. And instead of him being consumed with, I got to score this or get this many shot attempts, he's just been concerned with winning. And that's what you want from any great teammate. So uh, some nights the defense gives him more, some nights they take away more. But the better the team plays around him. And that's why six guys in double figures in conference is so critical because if you got six guys, it's a lot harder to stop than if you got one or two. Scott, I wanted to ask you about another player and one with some more experience, and that's Jalen Bridges. Uh, In this first matchup against BYU, he went off for 25, which we all know he's capable of, but I think it's only one of two 20-point games he's had this year. Uh, But he just seems to, we, we use the term in soccer, he didn't put a foot wrong. And it feels like he's been that way all year, just consistently good, doing the things that helps out the team without making big headlines. What kind of impact has, has Bridges had for you guys this year? And is it what you expected when he announced that he was coming back? Well, I think uh, uh, his, his uh, uh, offensive efficiency numbers uh, have been off the charts. He, he doesn't turn it over. Um, he makes free throws. Uh, he rebounds. His shooting percentages are good, um, but he, he's another player that uh, cares about winning, and if he scores six points and the team wins, he's happy. Um, at the same time, I think we've wanted him to be a more aggressive as well all year because uh, he, he, he has done a good job putting it down and getting to the paint and creating shots for his teammates and getting to the free throw line. And the more he does that, the better for us just because Normally when he does, he's, he, he doesn't turn it over, and, and usually it bolds well for the Bears. So uh, another person that you're confident when he has the ball. It seemed like the Mountaineers were a little half-hearted this time. They were really rough on him. I thought he handled it beautifully last season. The other night, it was like their heart wasn't quite in it. I mean, I think deep down they probably like him, and they know he's from there. But um, but I always love it because he answers them, doesn't he? I mean, it doesn't. It does not. 
I don't know how that couldn't have impacted you the year before, but it did not yeah. seem like the same level of booing, at least from watching it on TV. Do you agree with that assessment? Yes, and 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 uh, um, I, I think I think fans booing is uh, that that's there's nothing wrong with that. I think um, uh, the stuff they did on top of the booing and uh, the four letter words from a year ago they they stayed away from, and I was appreciative of that because uh, he is he is from there, and has had a lot of family members, and um, and that I thought they were I thought they were they definitely booed him but they were a lot more respectful for him and um that that that's great as a coach you want you don't want anybody to um and their family members to uh hear some of the things that we heard a year ago there you would never hear that in the bear pit would you uh we have nothing but the classiest fans so <laughs> booing is great f-bombs we're gonna stay away from all right <laughs> <laughs> did um did you get to watch any of the uh the Brittany Griner, um, I'm sure you saw that on social media and everything. And I'm just kind of curious, like, what you remember. I mean, y'all would be, obviously, sharing a gym and practice facilities and all that. What was uh, what was it like being around Brittany all those years ago and then kind of watching the, the impact she had at Baylor? And what was your thought on uh, seeing her jersey uh, finally retired all these years later? Well, I thought, I thought Baylor did an outstanding job from Mac Rhodes, President Livingstone, uh, their comments on social media. And, uh, uh, Nikki and her staff did a great job. And uh, I think uh, BG was moved and you could see how emotional and how happy she was. And uh, she, she, to me, she's never changed. She's always been uh, a kid at heart, fun loving, um, obviously a game changer talent wise. Um, but I mean, uh, from her freshman year when she arrived in uh, the Farrell Center, you uh, pass her in the hallway. She'd always smile. She'd always say hello. She's always been energetic. Um, she's uh, uh, been somebody that uh, smiles a lot. Um, so she's done a she's done a great job in uh, always being a uh, a good role model for the Baylor fans. She'd always take time, sign autographs, and whatnot. She supported Baylor. So uh, really happy for her. And, and uh, um, nothing's changed. I saw her get out there and dunk and. She still doesn't need to stretch or anything. It's pretty easy for her. <laughs> were, were you are, are you into the uh, dunk contest, the three point contest? The All Star Game itself has kind of turned into a nothing. But uh, also, it had to be cool to see that rising stars and see boy Jeremy Keontae. I mean, you've had others involved in that over the years. I, I would think that has to be probably well. Now that I think about it, that had to be the your favorite part of the all-star weekend is when you see your former players involved. Most definitely get, uh, uh, you're just proud and happy for their success. Uh, seeing Jeremy at the last, uh, home game was awesome. Uh, and, uh, uh definitely a highlight. And in 82 games, those guys are so busy. Um, and then when they finally get a couple days off or a day off, um, sleep, rest, you know, they really rather do that. But the fact that he would drive three hours, come up and see, and spend the time uh, with his Baylor family. Uh, uh, that's what makes Jeremy such a, uh, an outstanding young man. And uh, obviously, Keontae's a little further. He can't he can't just drive three hours to the Farrell. But uh, um, he's had an unbelievable year, record-setting year. So proud and happy for his success. All right, you may see some Keontae George jerseys as you make your way around the Provo and the Greater Salt Lake City area. So that's kind of. 
fun to see. What did he have? Thirty-three and nine or something the other night. I mean, pretty, pretty amazing. Especially where you yeah. know, yeah, just that he's already having People that. Are really big of an high impact. on him around here. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, hey, thanks, Scott. We uh, we appreciate it, and uh, I'm glad. Uh, we brought Cam on to make those soccer references. I did not exactly know Therefore. what that was. Uh, say that again, Cam. That's put what I'm your here. Foot. Put, it, didn't, it didn't put a foot wrong. And okay. you usually use it for a guy who's like not scoring goals, but he's doing really yeah. well. And I think that's Jalen Bridges to a T right now. Not okay. scoring 30, but he's hadn't put a foot wrong. Okay. Scott, I thought you'd appreciate that, some of that Premier League talk I, I breaking out. I appreciate it. I, I was waiting for the big goal. <laughs> Scott's All big right. into the title race. Aaron's got Arsenal. I've got Liverpool. Scott's All on right. my side. I know it. <laughs> oh, <gunners. laughs> I think he's got other things to worry about. All right. Well, listen. Have a have a great game, and uh, and then uh, that'll be great to watch some uh, Big Twelve basketball tonight. Really appreciate it, Scott. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Thanks for all that you do. You bet, Scott Drew. On the Matt Mosley Show.